There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. This is the place for entertainment, and it's always like there's so many things to watch on TV. We gotta talk about it. You know, um, I didn't even think about that, but what I should do is go find that thing with the thing. Yeah, that's fine. You know, should we do that? Yeah. Do you want to tell people what we call that? Uh, we call it boobs on tubes because we are two boobs talking about TV, which used to have um, a tube inside, like the element that I made know. the TV project its picture. Boobs on tubes. Damon <laughs> 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 Our TVs used to have tubes in them, but anyway, and we are a couple of boobs. And I thought we could talk about a little bit of the TV. I watched, and I know you watched some TV as well this weekend. Leah, I didn't tell you this, but uh, we're going to talk TV. So if you watch any TV too, you want to share, jump in. And dear listeners, 651-641-1071, if you want to talk about anything fabulous you watched or you can tweet us or email us. Here's the thing. I was so excited. Dawn, that we finally get to watch the next season of The Bear. Oh, God. Oh, my God. It's on Hulu. So mm-hmm. if you guys haven't seen The Bear, check it out. I was reminded, I'm not going to give any spoilers or anything. I'll just tell you, we watched two episodes. I don't know how we find found time this weekend to watch TV, but we did. And um, we watched two episodes of The Bear. And the thing that I had forgotten about this show, which, again, it's only the second season, and it's only been, what, it's been a year, right, roughly, since the first season came out? I think so. They cranked this out pretty soon, and I loved the bear. Um, the thing I had forgotten about this show is that it's so special in the way that it's filmed. It's like this weird mix of drama, comedy, like, and yet, like, the writing is so unique. And the yeah. the way that they have the ability to make you stressed out. yeah. Like while they're doing it's a they're thirty minute episodes, yet they feel like each episode feels like an hour. It's really a weird like I just I had forgotten how magical this show was. Oh my gosh, it is. And he looks so good disheveled, oh doesn't he? I like we, I mean Jeremy Jamie and Alan, I were both. Alan You're talking White. about Jeremy Allen White. Yeah, he's the star. He just has these really dopey, dreamy eyes. <laughs> he has the most beautiful everything. We were just talking like his we were being hair. kind of obnoxious. Like his hair, his eyes. And his looks, body, his, his tattoos, he's his white shirt. Yeah. I mean. It's just like when somebody comes out of a kitchen and they don't have any time for you and they're whipped tired. He really plays that well to yeah. where you're just like, oh, honey, come here. Let me help. Yeah. You, know? you just want to run you your fingers him. through his hair and just hold him. Yeah. 
and just <laughs> cradle <true>. him. <laughs> it's okay, honey. You it's go to true. sleep. It's just like, I know you're super tired and that's an impossible job. Come here. Uh, but the whole cast, I mean, the cast is just full of other incredibly talented people. And they they are able to pack so much emotion into such a small window. And again, I don't know. There's just something magical and special about it. So it was nice to finally catch up with that show again. Again, it's on Hulu, series two or season two. Um, all this season, or I should say all the episodes are out. So be careful. Uh, oh, you know, like yeah. some Spoilers. people might have seen I it know, because I, I have seen, I, I have been scrolling, you know, through my feeds and I saw something that was like, this article explains the bear finale. And I'm like, oh, no, for stay God's out sake. of my, and when they put it in the title, Oh, don't even get me started. Shame, shame. So anyway, that show is back. I am very, very excited. Dawn. Yes. I watched some other stuff, but. No. Lest I hear myself talk for an entire segment. Tell me something oh. that you watched this weekend. Okay, well, I've binged two complete series. My MC, my boyfriend, is working on a project right now where he just cannot get away. Like, we are not having a, a together time. <laughs> yeah, he's, <laughs> he's in his office, and it's like he just was given an opportunity, and so he's just been writing like crazy. So, um, I binged the entire Singapore Social on Netflix, which is about... You have to tell people your your obsessions. Okay, I have an obsession with Asian reality TV, specifically dating shows. Okay. Like, the one that got me started is Love is Blind Japan. I'm fascinated about, I'm just really super curious in other cultures, like Indian yeah. matchmaking is on sure. my list next. And so I really have a fascination with the subtleties of dating in... um in Asian cultures, like holding someone's hand is a really big deal. And also the fights aren't as nasty. I don't know. So anyway, Singapore social, I watched all of that first season. That's eight episodes. Um, and then I watched, would you recommend it for people who've never watched a show like that before? It's okay. I wouldn't, I would not, not because it wasn't good, but because the cast has said if they don't have creative control, they're not going to do a second season. Oh. And it's been since 2020. Okay. So. so it's a gamble. But what I would recommend, I bawled my eyes out every step of the way was Love Village. Okay. What's Love Village? Love Village is people, uh, this is a Japanese dating show where um, it's people over the age of 35. You have 35 to 60-year-olds, and they're living together in this old traditional home that they're fixing up. Oh, cool. So it's like a beautiful... Which is a huge thing in Japan right now, especially to take these old homes that are up in the mountains. Yes, exactly. And so it's really heartwarming to see like what they are focusing on later in life. And they're, they're saying, like, this is my partner for the rest of my life. Like all those things that you cared about, like... They're looking at like facts a lot, like will they change my diaper Stuff like that? Like honestly, when I'm 90 years old. Oh God! So um, the way these, oh, I just wish we had more shows like this, you know? Um, because it was just so like it made me just cry and cry, like like no other dating show has. Okay. This was just What's so the sweet. Name of that show? Love Village, and that's on. That is on. This Netflix. is all Netflix, and now I'm currently watching another show. That I can't see in my feed right now because I think this is a different account of mine, but it's essentially the same concept as any show we have. Like it's couples that are on the rocks and then they get together and then they figure out, they go on dates so with each other. So if you want uh, reality shows, Dawn is your lady. 
Um, I will tell you, we watched the or another second season started of a show that many of you have probably watched, or if you haven't, you should, especially if you enjoy dark humor. Don, mm-hmm. I don't remember. I have not watched this, but I definitely, it's on my list. It's an HBO show? Yep, it's okay. M- Max. Oh, I'm sorry, it's Max. HBO. It's HBO, but it's yeah. on Max. Yes. I don't know why they did that. Anyway, I can't even. Leah, did you watch Righteous Gemstones? Yeah, I watched that this weekend, too. Oh, my God. Do you feel like it, for me, did you watch Succession? I did not. Okay, I feel like for me, it is filling that succession void. Oh. Like the same kind of family sure. dynamic, carrying it on. So I should say for those mm. who've never watched Righteous Gemstones, this it's essentially... Danny McBride. Yep. Okay. It's a Danny McBride show, and it essentially follows this evangelical Christian family. They're sort of like a mega church okay. uh, group. Sure. But it's so much more than that. And if you've seen a Danny McBride show, you know how dark, but yet hilarious the humor can be yeah and i i cannot recommend the people like you're gonna not like these people and like them at the same oh, time wonderful right and there's always a bunch of twists and like it will make you go what are you kidding there's no way that's gonna happen and then it does and worse but yet there's something redeeming about these people and you end up like caring about them and wanting things for them it's and, like watching the Chris Lee show. Yeah, only <laughs> entertaining. Knows best. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or you're like, oh, God. So I think you would like Righteous Gemstones, but that started, I watched, I think there's, that one is not all out. Right now, I think we're only, what, two episodes in or something? Uh, I think three, three, and I think they're doing that weekly Sunday release, I believe, is their schedule. Okay, Why is so everything on Sunday? 90 Day Fiance, all this. Ugh. Oh, okay, dog. Sunday nights. Well, well, let's write an email. I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to send them a letter. Comment like card my mom time. Would say. All right, so we've given you plenty of ideas of things to watch. If you guys have suggestions, yeah. If you guys have suggestions, please email us or send us a tweet. And Leah, you're watching uh, Righteous Gemstones. Anything else? I watched the first episode of Glamorous with Kim Cattrall. Oh, and I don't know this show. I gotta say, I'm in love with it. Oh, good. What is it? It's about um, well, Kim Cattrall plays a really great lady boss okay. of a beauty empire. Okay, and then Marco is, I believe, his name is Marco. Um, I'm learning the characters. Yeah, 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 jumping in. Um, a young 22 year old who works at a makeup counter and sells her brand of cosmetics, and then she comes in shopping. This is the inciting incident. Yeah, the yeah. first five seconds, but uh, she comes in shopping, discovers him, and he decides or he has the opportunity to join the ranks of big beauty interesting okay. okay it's fun and that's where again that is on the flicks on the netflix netflix all right mm-hmm. fabulous you guys we've given you plenty of ideas so uh stick with us when we come <laughs> back um we have to give you an update on crim what's a crim don <laughs> this is croy and kim beerman yeah Sociac. croy is in a very very reflective growth space right now place? despite the fact that they're both uh in divorce court and they want full custody of the kids each one of them so that they can get child support out of the other yeah. one let's be clear it's a little drama and we'll get to that drama when we come back right here on my talk hey my talkers bradley here for my good friends at hero you know hero you love hero why because hero helps around the house and frankly this time of year that help comes in many forms so if you've got issues with heating cooling plumbing uh, air duct, you name it, Hero can help. This time of year, you're probably working that air conditioner quite a lot. If you have any issues, I want you to just do what I do. Call my friends at Hero. Last year, they saved the day. Uh, one very hot day, our air conditioner just crapped out. We called uh, Hero. They came out, got us cooling yet again, super duper quickly. 
But you can also get ahead of the game and get an AC tune-up for just $69. Um, But it's not just heating and cooling. They can help with electrical, plumbing. We've had them out to our house uh, for a number of reasons. And each and every time, we've been so grateful for the level of professionalism, dedication, and just the quality of work that they do. You can trust Hero. Call Hero.com. Tell them Bradley Sanga. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 1071. This is your place for entertainment. We always have an eye on what uh, Croy Beerman and Kim Zolciak are doing. They're divorcing right now. They used to have all the answers to having a good relationship that they would brag about on their show. But now, Krim, they're breaking up. Yeah, but don't worry. You know, Croy is really trying very hard to reflect okay. and present an image of health and healing okay growth so in their bitter divorce they're both trying to get full custody yeah and croy said that kim was an impulsive gambler who spent a bunch of millions of dollars of theirs kim's argument is that croy smoked a joint once and he's emotionally abusive oh 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 right that too so anyway (laughs) you know that yeah 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 but Um, no they're both throwing jabs at each other in the media and it's hard to believe but it could be true yeah you know everybody thought this couple was in it to win it and then they had some financial troubles and then things seemed to melt down it Mm -hmm. seems like perhaps her gambling didn't help at least that's the narrative he's sharing however i trolled on over to his instagram account thanks to i think page six or somebody and i want you to hear like the tone of this post (laughs) from instagram this is croy bierman talking about some inspirational things and then we'll discuss further on the other side yeah i came across a really cool part of the book that i was reading today and it suggested that i appraise myself according to several specific character traits and they offered six questions to uh, reflect upon answer and journal on Mm -hmm. uh, to see where i am in in my journey of self-improvement and I wanted to share that with you guys today uh, in hopes that it uh, helps somebody in their journey and their self-reflection mm-hmm. and uh, improvement. Uh, let me know what you guys think. They're going to be in the next six slides. And uh, I wish you guys all the best in, in your own journey and uh, in this thing we call life. Oh, oh my gosh. So... You got into a Prince song. There. I mean, it's re- it's really thoughtful. It is really thoughtful. He is like he's really so trying. Calm. Do you want to know what some of these? I do. I did not get past the weird Instagram video where he where sounded like really he works for a wellness center, or maybe Gwyneth Paltrow. And well, <laughs> and the uh, caption. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. There's knowledge credit to former World War II pilot George Leonard. Oh, boy. The opportunity oh, boy. to yield to destructive impulses, to sacrifice for others, to live it vividly in the moment. I don't know what that means. Like what that's in reference to. But anyway, I don't know if that's the book he was reading. Anyway. Okay. When have you demonstrated loyalty? I think this is from his workbook. 
that's on like how to, you know. Yeah, it sounds like there's Kimsels, there's yeah. homework. How to live after Kimsels, yeah. When have you demonstrated loyalty to someone or some cause greater than yourself? Oh, I see what this is. It's a, it's okay to congratulate yourself for being such a stand-up man. When have you shown patience during trial, disciplined intensity in a task, calmness under fire? What skills are you working to hone, Dawn? <laughs> when have you taken a calculated risk and tested yourself? What is he doing? It's just like to try to prove that he isn't. Yes. Like it's it's this like is trying look to at distract. what I did to the court. It's a little too late, dude. You yeah. can't start doing a a wellness journal, you know, and having a journey right now. Well, I mean, you can. You can. And that's what he's doing. He's trying to prove that he is the one that the kid should be with. And it's very actory. It seems like well, he just comes up to the camera really, and he's really It's really like there's a lot of like I don't know. It's like a whispery ASMR experience. Um, guys. It is. It is very ASMR. Yeah. My favorite, though, is uh, I then went to his Instagram because I'm just oddly fascinated by these two. I mean, that's oh, why they too. had a show, right? Like, yeah. You can't help. It's like our fascination with the Chrisleys. Well, I got to find out what Savannah's doing On lately. this post, though, my favorite comment comes from a woman named Blair who says, <laughs> Croy, do you need a new wife? <laughs> I can cook, clean, and I'm smart with money. I don't Uh-oh. wear wigs, Uh-oh. smoke, or drink. Also, I love kids. Oh, no. <laughs> I love are it. People serious? are advertising in the comments. Because <laughs> he doesn't have. And there like, are all these thirsty people in there that are like, love my... that you're working on yourself to be the best you, to be the best father you can be. Love your progress. Team Croy, you've always been stable and normalizing for your children. Oh, you don't know him. First off, getting toxic people out of your life. Oh, God. And don't make the same mistake twice. <laughs> but I do love the woman that's like, I don't wear wigs. She's like, pick me, <laughs> pick, pick me. me. That's, yeah. There's a lot of pick me in the comments Uh-oh. on this one. Um, but then, Don, did you, have you been to his account? I have. Just, briefly. But I didn't go through all of it. Did you see my favorite? Which he hasn't been posting rec- regularly until uh, like recently. Mm-hmm. Um, three posts in. Took my first stab at making chicken cordon bleu. <laughs> For taste, I rated a 7.4. <laughs> and I will try a different cheese next time. Okay. I just, he's really, he's doing some stuff on his own. He's like, I got a lot of time. Yeah. I'm going to do some Instagram no. cooking, although I would eat that food. Okay. All right. When we come back from Kim and Croy to Taylor Swift and John Mayer. <gasps> The drama continues. (laughs) We'll share it with you when we come back right here on My Talk 107.1. BLVDAutoWorks.com. Tom and his team right over in St. Anthony have been there for over four decades. Doing what? Well, being the best in the business, frankly. It's where I bring my car for scheduled maintenance. If I got any issues, you will love the work that Tom and his team have done. You know why? Because they're real. It's the real deal. They're the hometown team. They're not going to take you for a ride. They're going to explain things in language you can understand. You're not going to feel pressured or, well, like you don't belong there or you're not going to get talked down to. They truly are professionals and service does come with decades of experience. So 
If you're looking for a place to bring your vehicle the next time you have an issue, do what I do and bring it right over to St. Anthony. Tom and his team at Boulevard Auto Works are ready and waiting. Super convenient for me to drop off my vehicle. They've got courtesy cars, and then they're going to give you that beautiful car wash after the end of each service. Head to blvdautoworks.com. Tell them Bradley sent you. It's the day after the weekend of Taylor Swift. Welcome to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. Uh, if you missed it, we had a friend of ours, uh, Alex Lodner, on the show at 1 o'clock. She usually is in here for food talk, but she um, went to the concert. So if you missed that, you can go to our website, mytalk1071.com, download the podcast. But there was a big thing that happened on Saturday. Yeah. So poor Alex, she missed this. But yes, yes. <laughs> the good news is somebody recorded it, and uh, the person who recorded it, you're going to hear them. Did you hear this audio? Uh huh. Yeah, I I put it in there. Oh my God, Don! <laughs> I forgot that you put that in there. But I was listening to the audio uh, myself, and I thought, okay. M- note to the audience: if you haven't heard this before, you're going to hear the woman who's recording the audio throw in her two cents um i actually tried to find a better version oh did you okay yes. good. now it's really hard because the crowd is screaming and yeah. so you cannot it's it's the best i could find okay um but yeah Do you want to have a listen yeah 33 years old i don't care about anything that happened to me when i was 19 except the songs i wrote and the memories we made together What I'm trying to tell you is that I'm not putting this album out so that you can go and like should feel the need to defend me on the internet against someone you think I might have written a song about 14 billion years ago. I do not care if we've all grown up, we're good. So, um, I'm, say- I'm saying that because because I am proud of it as a song, I am going to play Dear John. So it's like that the was. <laughs> I mean, my gosh. Every show she does a surprise song. So she was announcing there in the lead up, like, why she's doing this song. And then she announces at the end, it's Dear John. And of course, people have said that that song is about John Mayer. Yeah. And obviously, based on the blind item we read, we did that blind item, right? I'm having like. Yes, today we did yeah. it. Uh, yep. You're exactly right. And that blind item uh, said basically that John Mayer was like, hi, Taylor, I'm going to sue you if you don't cool it on the John Mayer hate. Because, of course, that song is getting re-released, right, John? It is in 11 days on her, her Taylor's version of Speak Now. Yeah. I think that's the album. So she's basically telling her audience, like, can we cool it on the like, John please Mayer Please don't hate? attack John Mayer, please. But I don't know if you did this, Don. If you go, and the only reason I know this is because I was looking for the audio, like yes. you, I was looking for different audio, and so mm-hmm. I did, t- uh, excuse me, I almost said Titter. Twitter. <laughs> oh <my laughs> Titter is a different social media site. <laughs> and um, that's where Patty LePew performs. <laughs> Patty LePew performs live on Twitter. Uh, no, I just did um, Taylor Swift and John Mayer. And people were not, they were like, thanks, Taylor, for the nice message. We will destroy John Mayer regardless. Oh, my God. I mean, do you want your favorite, favorite singer of all time, who you love and adore so much, to actually quit the music business because you're just too 
you're not listening to her. Yeah. No, like she literally the fans are like, defend her. I love you, Taylor, forever and always, but I'm going to destroy John Mayer. Now, I'm not saying they don't have reason to want to destroy John Mayer in the sense that, you he know. He hurt her feelings when she was 19. Well, and he's also, you know, been a problematic human for a number of reasons. That's but, true. But yes, he thinks he's a comedian and he is not. not. Just, uh Anyway, so I just, as I was scrolling through the comments, I was like, oh, God, you really don't want to get on the bad side of Taylor Swift's social fan army? Because, and and this is a thing I love, like everyone in that concert, I'm sure they're, well, I, I shouldn't say sure, because in fact, the, the first audio that I listened to, the one that, where the woman is talking in the background, she has no time for John Mayer. Oh. Like you can just tell in her oh. voice, she's like, bully John Mayer. Um, and you can just tell that like, not all the fans are going to be like, yeah, but I'm sure a lot of fans are like, oh, yeah, well, I don't because most fans are probably not like, you know, hunting down her enemies oh, on social media. But there are enough people who are, man. Yeah, there are so much so that she felt like she needed to say, like, I don't care what happened to me when I was 19. Like, it's. I don't, I'm a 33-year-old woman. That's how she started the clip off. All I remember are the good memories, and I like the way I wrote this song. So don't feel like you have to defend me. You know, please don't. And now we hear in Blind Items, it could be because John Mayer is like, if you, if this stirs up, because he knows she's going to release the album. Yeah. So he knows what's going to start happening. And so it was like, maybe... It's true that his lawyers called up and said, guess what? You need to calm down the rabid fans before this gets released. Yeah. Which, to be fair, I don't know that she really has control over those people. She doesn't. And legally, I don't know how they would hold her accountable. What I would say, though, is, is this a testament to just her success that, like, people feel this emotional, you know, about people and so connected to her that they would feel this attached i mean i know that's an obvious answer but um i bet for taylor that's somewhat frustrating yes because if you really think about what she did although uh, i don't want to make it seem like she's naive but like when she was that age and writing those songs about relationships i don't know that she quite totally understood the depth and breadth and uh, that her success would allow no. such that people would find themselves moved to act <laughs> on song lyrics. Mm. Do you and, know what I mean? And you, so you kind of can't hold that against her. I'm sure some people would like, well, she did this to herself. Oh my gosh. She no. wrote these songs and talked about all these things with people. She didn't know that her worldwide success would be to this level when she's 19. Well, and that social media would be such a force. Yeah. Because in, you know, that long ago, however, what is it? How many years ago is that? 33? What What are we uh, talking about? 20, uh, 14 years ago. When, when she released yeah. this? Yeah. She didn't know what social media was going to exactly. be like. None she of didn't us know, did. Like, and also, before I started this clip, she talked about, and people who were there know this, but she talked about how personal this album is for her in particular to release because this was before she collaborated with anybody. So it's 100%. All of her, all the songs are 100% written by her. Got it. And said she dreamed one day of owning her music and thank the fans. Like, listen, you know, without you, I wouldn't be able to do this. Like, she's very, very gracious to her fans. Yeah. And so do what she says, (laughs) you know. 
Well, it's kind of, it makes me think of that conversation we had, which oddly is connected to Selena Gomez from the last hour. Mm. Right. Oh, that like right. she also has dealt with this and not just Selena. I mean, a lot of young women who have fan, well, not even just young women. I'm, uh, I mean, anybody with huge fan followings mm-hmm. that are of a certain, I feel like it, it would be age. Like there's a certain age at which you get this kind of like dedication. Yeah. Like the average Madonna fan is probably not, you know, smack talking Guy Ritchie on social media. Well, there's probably two. Or Lady Gaga. And one of them is Jamie. But like, <laughs> but like, because she is such a success with that large of a generation. Yeah. And, you know, Taylor Swift's songs are really attached to her relationships. That's yeah. what. I mean, but that's what pop stars have been really, doing. Yes, like Leslie Gore you. was doing this, and you know, not even Leslie Gore. Let's go back even further. I mean, it, you know, I'm just saying. All like, music is about relationships, yeah. pretty much, unless and, it's just like let's party. And I feel like the songs were way more explicit. For sure. Then. Yeah. Um, and just to add fuel to the fire, a couple of months ago, uh, John Mayer performed in Sacramento his 2013 song "Paper Doll." Which is supposed to be about Taylor Swift. Mm. So, so hinting that he knows what's going on. Yeah. I mean, this was in April. So, um, you know, maybe that's what they've been stewing on this since April. Uh, well, yeah. we shall find out more shall be revealed. That is for sure. You know, when we talk about rabid fan armies, there is another queen. It's not just Taylor Swift mm-hmm. who commands armies online. That's right. We have one that actually commands armies in real life. In fact, we saw that army outside courthouses. Yeah. I mean, they will go to the nth degree to support their queen. Yes. And by that, I mean, of course, Britney Spears. Britney! I think when we come back... So here's the thing, you guys. Mike is enjoying the betrothed life today. (laughs) He got married. Through Wednesday. He got married over the weekend. When we come back, we're not going to have a game show today, but we are going to talk about Brittany. Dawn, you're going to share a story with us, right? I am. Yes. All right, we'll do that when we come back right here on my... We do not have a game today, but we need to look into the life of Britney Spears. Welcome to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. Britney, people have been talking about her. Was there anything that she posted online that was weird? No. But her fans are really mad. Why? Well, something happened this... Sorry, I should know this. Her fans what? Tattoo time. Aren't you oh, going to do tattoo I'm time? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Tattoo time. Tattoo time. Okay. Tattoo time. <laughs> Got to make sure you get the tattoo <laughs> That's time. That's right. So her fans are really mad at her because she did not show up to perform. She wasn't slated to perform. Oh, oh okay? yeah, yeah. The Glastonbury Festival is going on, and... That's in England, if you don't know. Huge acts every year. It's a, it's like Coachella. Yeah. Okay, but with Elton John. <laughs> so he was the headliner yesterday, and there were rumors swirling that Britney Spears was going to come out and perform, you know, his Tiny Dancer song. Yep. In fact, I goes, saw it on social media. Like, people were saying. She has a sentence that she sings. Yeah. So, people... Thought, it was like rumors at the festival. She's here. She's here. But then she didn't come out and sing, which I would not call it a collaboration. You know what I mean? Because she does just sing one 
she does a little run with her voice, but then she's just basically sings, hold me closer, hold me closer. I mean, yeah, it's, but it's Britney and like for the fact, this was a wonderful and I think Elton, I don't know, it just speaks highly of Elton John that he, you know, reached out and thought this would be a good way for her to sort of get back to the thing that she loves doing, Mm -hmm. right? Like it was a huge opportunity, which is why I hope these rumors of her working with Will I Am are true because again, you know, I think that's a collaboration that she's up for right now. Like yes. she's not doing her own album, but the collaboration I think, you know, gives her shows her the love and I think this El- uh, Elton has spoken to this before that like she needs to see how much she means to people. And you know, listening to your fans on social media is a far different thing than people adoring the music that you are putting out, right? Yes. So like Better for her to get the adulation from that than just people going, oh, I mean, right, on social right. media. Right. We want her to show up. I was just like, I. it's not that, I mean, I just think this would be a great way for her to get back on stage. Yeah. And then I'm like, but she doesn't, I don't know if she wants to. That's true. Well, she's talked about not wanting to do that. But I just, I know that she loves to perform. Because she's performing every day on Instagram, twirling and dancing and singing. You know what I mean? She doesn't really sing, but she does a lot of dancing. I'm like, that's that's um, a way of for her to express herself artistically. But I'm not saying do a whole album, but if you could just do more collabs, like yeah. you said, with Will I Am. And I would love to have her on stage just at someone else's concert to pop out for a song that could be low stress. It yep. could be like, I'm just going to every once in a while show up like this, because then I think we wouldn't have this fear that something is wrong. She could do all sorts of stuff at the snap of a finger. The problem is she's either not up for it, which the, the fact that she's not doing those things makes me wonder, like, if the it it must be then that she wants no part of that because she in an instant would have, you know, anybody on speed dial. Like, who wouldn't want to be a part of Britney's, quote, comeback? I'm not saying that's a thing. Yeah. But if it were, if she wanted to, you know that people would make that happen in an instant. So that tells me that it's because she can't or she won't. And I feel like it's more that she won't. But also the can't part could just be she hasn't worked through all of the. I mean, think about all of the mistrust and the Mm -hmm. fear and the anxiety. I mean, I got anxiety from, you know a life that is nowhere near as complicated as Britney Spears, right? Like right. a lot of us deal with anxiety and we have no way to, we were not under the thumb of a conservatorship for 14 years. Right. And since we know that she is, she's out of her conservatorship, but she isn't, you know, like there is a possibility that her family members are well, still, there's still a make, care plan in place. There's a care yeah. plan. And I'm wondering, you know, if she starts performing and making money again, would yeah. they have any part in that? Yeah. Maybe that's part of a reason for it. I'm not going to perform yeah. until legally there's no chance in hell that Jamie really, Spears would make money off of that. Uh, I would think if I were her, I would be saying the things that she's saying, even if I wanted to perform, which is I'm never going to perform again. Because that will just make it clear to the people that want to make money off of her that they need to just let it go. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, if she does, you know what I'm saying? So like, there's yeah. no benefit of her saying like, 
I'll work again if X, Y, and Z happens because then people will jump through hoops to make it look like that's what's happening and oh, they'll swoop right in Yes, at, when given the opportunity to make money off of her again. That's true. Now, to be fair, people will make money off of her. That's the whole, that's business, right? But yeah. she needs to get past that, I think, justified paranoia <sighs> and distrust, mistrust of people. I mean, she has say, said in the past, like, I will never perform again. Yeah. That statement has been made, you know, and I think we want her to not just I, it's not like a selfish thing. Like, I want to see her actually perform. I just want her to be better. And if uh, she can on her own terms do it where it isn't like, I mean, she was whatever it looks perform. like for her. That's healthy. Right. Yeah. That's what I think you're saying is you're trying to give her the grace of like whatever you are comfortable doing. But like, I'd love to see it. <laughs> right i'd love to see it yeah. like if you just want to like do a ted talk or well maybe that's not great but if you just want to twirl on stage a TED talk <laughs> britney's ted talk if you just want to sit at a little <laughs> dressing table and put on some makeup and talk to the crowd and say goofy stuff or get a tattoo live on stage or well, that's whatever why it I have, is I really just do hope- some twirling like, turn on the music and just twirl for us. Like her twirl tour? Yeah. Twir- twirl tour the... 2024. Let's do it. And I want to see, like, we get to see, like, she loves to undulate her hips. <laughs> I mean, she is like, she loves it. I mean, her hip isolation is on point. But I wanna that's see why her, I... F- I want to see her in between times where she's, like, you know, breathing heavy because she just twirled or runs into the wall. Yeah, like what's she doing the rest of the of her, or is she literally doing that six hours a day? I mean, it's entirely possible. But that's all we see, so we think she's doing that all day, and then setting her. But some days I feel like maybe fire by accident with candles, or you know. But I'm sure it's really hard when you're a person around Brittany who has an otherwise productive professional life. To not be like, okay, what do we need to do to get? You know, I'm sure there's just a tendency for people to want to push her. Uh, to, yeah. to do something like you got to get out there because wouldn't you like you'd be like girl people just want to you know see you and you'll just want to feel it. but nobody knows what it's like other than her so I'm That's sure she's true. like you don't get it and I don't know why we don't see any like oh like Perez Hilton I will never forgive him for saying the, like that basically she's an alien or something he, he said that he knows what he learned what is actually going on with Britney and it, no one has guessed it yet. Yeah. And it's way worse than you ever would think. Like, it's not something that anyone's guessed. Yeah. And he knows. And it, he's like incredibly sad about it. I'm like, oh my God. Which just makes you wonder it. if he knows and then, what he's actually doing. Like, about. how come no one, if he knows, then other people know? Yeah. He doesn't have a direct line to Britney. So, I'm just so curious. I wonder why it hasn't been leaked yet. This thing that he says yep. that I mean Aliens. that is going on with Britney. Well, I think some people at the time speculated that she had some sort of terminal illness or something. Oh god. But that's just pure speculation and there's no evidence of that. But but you do that's why it's so dis, it's it so, so dramatic. disingenuous and crappy to yeah. speculate on stuff like that without, you know, because people will then just fill in the blanks with hateful horrible things. Yeah. Right? Like, nobody knows what it is. It's just like, ugh. But I don't see her hanging out with other celebrities. That's what also worries me. Like, who are her friends? Oh. There, There's nobody out there. Paid. 
Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson, her manager. That's not, not Kate a fr- Hudson, right? But her manager. That's, he makes money off of her. Yeah, that's her employee. I'm talking about people that are at her level. I think there's a lot of people that people we just don't see. Like out there, we like, kind of get that just camera view from her because of her social media. But it, it looks like it's just her and occasionally Sam. But I yeah. feel like if you pull back the camera, there's going to be a lot more people. Mm, well, I wish that because that would make people feel better. I would make me feel better if yep. she was out having dinner with Katy Perry or whoever, you know, it's not going to be Christina. But but I feel her... like those people remember Lance Bass was like, she was supposed to come over and see my kids. Oh. And then she never showed up and people she were canceled. like, bye. Oh. oh, right. So he said that there's still a bunch of people around her okay. that are preventing her from interacting with people like him. Oh, people around her that are bad. Okay. That is terrifying. Yep. I don't like well, that. Well, that I think those are the remnants of the conservatorship that are still in place to sort of mind what she's up to. Like what's the harm in her going over to Lance Bass's house to see his his twins? Well, he's so thirsty for, you know, any I mean, who wouldn't be, but if I if I had the direct line to Brittany, I'd be like, "Hey, <laughs> Brittany, know. come on over." It's like then you bring your kids over to her house. I would. I'd be like, I'd "What be time like, do you well, want us there?" You didn't show up. I'd call and go, "Hey, are you I'll, coming over?" Okay, well, I'll just pop by. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or you just are like, ding dong. Hey, I happen to be in the neighborhood. I know. Thought we'd come over for scones. Do you? <laughs> she probably has a million security guards, which she should. Yeah. Please. But yeah. yeah. Well, oh, then Sam man. would be like, no, you're not coming in. Stay out, Lance Stay Bass. Out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Don. this has been a pleasure as always, yes, my dear. We'll dear. be doing this again tomorrow from noon to three. With a whole new crop, I almost said crap stories. <laughs> we'll have a crap of stories. Up next, Lori and Julia. Have a good afternoon. Bye. Enjoy the weather. Bye.